feminist, college-educated, single and pretending to be happy about it, overscheduled, undersexed. You buy any magazine that says healthy body image on the cover, and every two years you take up knitting for a week. That is dead on! Hello and welcome, it's TV Donuts, and this week we're watching 30 Rock. We already watched it, we're ready to discuss it. My name's Piers Ray, joining me as always, my lovely co-host, Hannah Davies. Hi! There she is. Next to her is Saskia Verna. Hello! Also lovely. And a couple extra bonus guys in the room today. A couple! Uh, two of our favorite former guest hosts. Very true. We have Jake Hiltz. Hello! Mark and his voice, and Eric Ivanovich. Hey, that's me. It's Eric Ivanovich. That's my name. Please watch and your this voice. Is my voice. You are pinging the levels, but... And this is a very, very special episode of TV Donut. This... Well, we haven't... Okay, let's just... I've seen every episode of 30 Rock. Everyone else want to chime in with... I had also seen every episode of 30 Rock uh, a couple of times. Yeah. I have seen every... All of them only once. But, like, the first three seasons multiple times, I feel like, for some reason. There's a period when it was still going on where I had the first three or four seasons on my iPod. Yeah, so I, I don't just know why. Yeah, I've seen the first half of that series so many times. Yeah. I've only seen the first... Five and and a bit into season six, I think. And there's seven seasons, right? Yeah. yeah. Would you look at that? We are almost the same. I I thought I watched more than I did, but I'm fairly certain that I watched half of season five. So we're not quite the same, but so I'm still beating you. You are. You are still beating me. Uh, yeah, I realized I hadn't actually watched it. I don't know why. I think I got fed up with the uh, regular. Oh, the, the disturbances to the scheduling? Yeah, the scheduling. Mm-hmm. You would only get like an episode every four weeks, and then they'd give you two or three in a row, and you'd get used to it, and then all of a sudden, like nothing for three weeks for no reason. Very strange. Yeah. Just, you want it when you want it. It was very upsetting, so I think I stopped, and I just, I don't know why I never went back. It was never doing well, right? Like, I think <clears> they make a crack about that in the finale, <throat> about how, you know, it's like, well, joke's on you guys, because we, we all got paid. Anyway, it doesn't matter I, that you weren't watching. I also didn't watch for a long time. Like, I stopped when you stopped, too. And then, like, years later, it's like, oh, yeah, I should finish 30 Rock. Rock. Yeah, it's worth it. kind of, like, kind of forgot about it. Yeah, I think like, I did, too. I guess probably, it was never my favorite, so. Yeah, really. the same. So like, it, it has as... a lot of good qualities. And, it, and then there's other stuff that I just don't really like about it. And the longer it went on, the more they sort of depended on these, like, celebrity cameos playing these huge parts when they mm. had all these characters in their cast that they totally didn't utilize. Yeah, they don't utilize a lot of the, the writing staff. And a lot of that, like, a lot of them Which are is... still the same that they were in the pilot. And, yeah. But you, you, yeah, by you the end, like, you, yeah. you still don't really know them yeah. all that mm, well. No, and that's that's fair. I don't want to spend a huge amount of time with the, the writing staff on that show. Well, but my very favorite character is Pete Hornberger. Hornsberger. <laughs> <laughs> you get... He has a phenomenal he is, ending. 
awesome. Yeah, it's he's pretty, pretty I can't stand Pete. I'm just like, the whole yeah, time. He's so sad and pathetic. <laughs> that's what that is. so horrible he to his He fakes his own death because yeah. he hates his family. And uh, his, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's an amazing pretty good. moment. Also because he has no money, right? Like, yeah. he's having money problems. Well, his whole life whole is last, terrible. Oh, you haven't seen the last season. But no. yeah, he's having money problems. Um, But he's like, we get a lot of him in these two episodes that we watched. Yeah, uh, you do. But it, for most of the show, he's criminally underutilized. Yeah, absolutely. And same with Lutz and Frank and all those yes. guys. And I'd much rather they have good storylines than see, like, what Matt Damon or, like, Johnny Hamm is up to. You because, know, I don't know. I get why they like, did it, though. Because they were having a ton of troubles with ratings the whole way through the show. For sure. They won is, more Emmys than any, anyone. Did they win a lot of Emmys? Oh, so many. Were they always? So many. I mean, mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin won... Every year yeah, when the show was running, the yeah. show was nominated for more Emmys in a single year than any other comedy ever. Like, oh. I'd have to look it up, but I think about 20-something. Hmm. It was uh, yep, crazy. There's dozens of nominations here. I'm looking at the IMDb right now, and yeah. wow. Yeah, it's crazy how well-respected this show is, and yet it kind of struggled to get Every attention. Every year it was nominated for at least 10 different categories. Yeah, and definitely no one was watching it. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to read the synopsis of the pilot, and we can get into... uh... Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. 30 Rock. Liz Lemon is called upstairs to meet the new network exec, Jack Donaghy, who instructs her to hire movie star Tracy Jordan to draw a young male audience to the girly show. This pilot, I mean, let's talk about it as a pilot, because it takes place all in one evening, basically one afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Same, like, lunch hour. Well, it starts in the morning with her buying the hot dogs. Yes. That's true. All the hot dogs. All the hot dogs. It's pretty great opening. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great job of setting up Liz Lemon's character. Yeah. She won't let someone budge in line, so she takes her ball and goes home. $400 on hot dogs? Yeah. That no one wants, and people keep throwing in the garbage when she hands them. What I don't like is later when that gets... Brought, brought up, up again, again when he says don't buy all the hot dogs don't yeah, buy all the hot too. dogs it's like yeah. uh, I don't know don't it's, make that a thing it's, a, it's a, a fitting metaphor kind of I mean well, at least it doesn't carry over for every episode but you didn't he didn't need to You the show didn't need to call out that hey what she's doing here what she's about to do here to Jack, to Jack Donaghy is the same as what she was doing just on a grander scale yeah but um, that's fitting that's a good thing for a character to say to prove a point you yes. already made this one idiotic decision earlier today. Don't I, do it with something even bigger. I just feel like it wasn't necessary to point it out to us. And they could have they could have used this opportunity to show us something else about Liz Lemon, perhaps that she does. I suppose. I think it's a good. I think it was pointing it out. To I don't Liz. really. I don't have a problem with it. I think like he was just does, saying but... like there's reacting and then there's overreacting. And you don't mm-hmm. always have to overreact, but yeah. you act. it was just like a bad punchline, really. I think it's a I think it's a good character decision. I think it's like I think it's a good uh, detail to add in to because we really get a sense of who Liz is. Yeah, I just feel like they already made the point, and then they over made the point by pointing out to us that like, hey, we're making this point right now. But they're pointing it out to Liz, who's unaware of her own faults. Or aware of them, but not... I mean, that, to me, good, that's the setup of point. the mentor-mentee thing. Good point. Which is going to be coming. Well, okay, we, let's talk about this, because what do you guys think about this as a pilot? It's a it's a great pilot, actually. I, I, yeah, I always liked it. I'm glad that they got rid of the lyrics in that theme song, though. Oh, that makes the, me cringe. Lie. What, was, what were the, the lyrics? That girl, 
And it's them singing that. Yeah, but then it leads for the girly show. No, it was for that one sketch. She's doing Pam, the overly confident, morbidly obese. Yeah, it was diabetic. Yeah, but I hate how it plays over like it is going to be. I liked it a lot, actually. Uh, really? Well, it, yeah. it is the same music that they use throughout yeah. the series, right? Yeah, like it's, it's pretty... It's, but it's, yeah. it's a reversal. Yeah. Like, you think it's about Liz Lemon, and then... It, it, I mean, it is about Liz Lemon, but right. then they make it's, a joke out of it. It's really about so this it's, stupid sketch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's just one of the many meta elements in the show. Yeah. And I appreciate it, Jake. There is there's a lot. There's a lot of meta for sure mm-hmm. in uh, in this show. There's a, they also they introduce a lot of characters in this episode. Oh, well. uh, we meet the writers' room. Really, only three or four of them matter. What about uh, Ray Romano? Can you do Ray? Hey, John. Oh, hey, bro. There you go. Hey, my brother's tall. Right. Yeah, Kenneth. Kenneth Parcell, Kenneth, the page, yeah. NBC page. He's like, gets in trouble for, like, introducing Liz to the tour group. And she enters with a box of hot dogs. Makes her feel uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I do like about the show is, is kind of showing what, like, the writer's life is like on a show mm-hmm. like this. Like, how they treat each other and, like, the whole lunch thing in the finale is hilarious. We'll talk about that, but... Even also that, like, Liz Lemon and Tina Fey, like, does not give two shits if she looks sexy. No. Like, there are not a lot of women that would let themselves be presented the way she is on this show. <laughs> it just, like, gets worse and worse all the time. Yeah. I mean, she, and she's always, I think she always looks really yeah, good. Yeah, she's gorgeous. But, but uh, it's just, like, the decisions that she makes for her own character are just, like, oh, yeah. so crazy sometimes. I, uh... I feel like this pilot doesn't really capture the tone of the rest of the show. Like it's so much more grounded in this. It gets even, even I think by like episode two or three, it just gets way wackier. Yeah. It felt so traditional sitcom-y to me. I didn't like it at all. It wasn't until the last episode that we watched that I was like, Oh yeah, this is like the 30 rock that I love. Like, when everything's burning down around her mm-hmm. and she, like, almost doesn't even care because there's, like, another problem. She has to do, like, a bigger... Yeah, everything's, like, moving at a manic pace, kind of cartoony. This episode was so typically sitcom-y. It felt yeah. really weird. And that's that's the thing that, like, uh, 30 Rock, I feel like, often has many things going on at a time. Like, many plot lines happening at once. Yeah. This pilot episode has like an A plot and maybe a B plot. So the, and... a, the A plot is Liz has to go meet with Tracy yeah. to deal with the new management, to deal with Jack, to deal with Jack Donaghy, the new management that is screwing her show up. She has to go meet with Tracy to decide whether or not to bring him onto the show. Yeah, or to try you know, to convince him. She doesn't him. want to. She doesn't want to. To yeah. convince him that he doesn't want to be on the show. Because yeah. Jack says, if you mutually agree, you don't want, you both think this is a bad idea, then I'll back off and stop pushing it on you. Yeah. So she goes with the intention. I feel like that was the only thing that reoccurred in the pilot and the series finale. Was the strip club, right? Yeah. That's yeah. The only... Singing the same song. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That was amazing. They don't, they don't reuse any of the same. skinnier in that pilot than yes. he was in that. Finale. Tracy Morgan. He was the only one who physically changed. I feel like everybody looked almost identical uh, in yeah. the finale. Tracy Morgan does not believe in doctors. <laughs> I mean, he does now. Well, he, does, he, he does now. Ever since the coma. He uh, went through yeah. a lot, even on 30 Rock, right? Like, I feel like he had surgery 
Didn't he have a couple times? Yeah, he had a couple times. Because he missed a couple. I remember. He was gone for a while. Yeah, there's a season where he disappears for a little bit. Exactly. Uh, he does. He Standard. does indeed vanish for I several think episodes. He was yeah. having a lot of medical issues back then, which is probably why he's put on. And I like, think I've heard Kevin Smith talk about shooting with him and like killing cop out. Yeah, and he would had uh, I can't remember something to do with diabetes. Yeah, I think that, he like, was having like, like in between. Or, no, it's his kidneys. I think. Right? Yeah, or something. I can't I think, remember what it was. I think it was probably. I know for a fact it was kidney transplant, mm-hmm. but I believe it was due to diabetes because he was also a heavy drinker. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. he didn't believe in diabetes. They <laughs> they do a whole episode. Well, well, yeah, yeah the, he gets diabetes in the show, too. I believe. Yeah. Well, and he doesn't believe it there, yeah, either. He believe it there, yeah. Either way, he's 110% my favorite part of the show. Yeah? yeah she's my, so really? good at writing for him, and he... He kills it. I just fucking love it. My favorite he's, is Jack. Yeah, see... I I love their relationship, but I've always struggled with Alec Baldwin ever since that voicemail. Like I can't even deal with him. Well, <laughs> what was what See, voicemail were we talking? The voicemail is he left for his daughter. One of my favorite yeah. things. Oh, calling her a stupid pig. Oh, that's very that's terrible. She's thirteen years old. Goof. Yeah. yeah, it's a really fucked up voicemail. It's, it's horrible. It's just horrible. Um, it gives it me like flash like. PTSD flashbacks. Anyway, huh. I just, uh, yeah, I can't I, love him all the way anymore. I feel like Tra- it. I feel like Tracy in this pilot is actually really far removed from the Tracy that we see like yeah. later. Like he's um he's way less wacky. He's mm-hmm. way less yeah. of a cartoon. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's more interested in uh racism and like systemic racism in in uh, in America mm-hmm. and government conspiracies. And <laughs> which is and I feel like it doesn't take very act. long for him to lose that. I feel like Liz, uh, Tina Fey, yeah. could not control anything that came out of his mouth. IRL, like I think that's <laughs> really what happened. Was like so, that was her idea for the yeah. character, and like that she was going to use that to kind of, yeah, just like she's using yeah. her character to say something about women and how they're treated, right? Yeah. But it was like there's he, she can't get him on any kind of agenda. Like it's just like he's just crazy and hilarious. Yeah, and she just rolled with it. I feel like because you're right, but in the finale again, he's also super succinct. Everything he's doing makes sense. Like. He's got a tragic backstory. It's in just the all in the middle I mean, where he's like sense in air crazy. quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. But I mean, like, kind of. Yeah, in a way. But what he's doing, he he can explain why he's making the decisions yes. he's making. Yeah, yeah. Right? Everything he does, I I, I don't think he, he ever doesn't had, make sense. He had the funniest lines. I thought he I always know, has I mean, like an internal logic to his decisions. Yeah. My very favorite part of this of of Thirty Rock ever is a point where. Uh, I think Liz Lemon is um, accused or accusing him of not having read the script mm-hmm. before showing up, and he starts throwing a tantrum, and he's like, "You know what?" And he starts handing her a card. And she's like, "What is this?" And it says the race card. He's like, "How about it?" Peter's just like, "Don't accept it, no." Oh my god! Um, he's amazing. I just, I just love him so much. Uh, but that's, um, brought up another, uh, the feminism issue of, the, the, the feminist take of 30 Rock. Yeah. I feel like in the pilot, and early on in, in the first season, there was a lot more of it. Like, there was, like, specifically TGS was the girly show, and it was specifically, like, aimed at women. And that's part of the whole thing, like, Jack Donaghy's, like, 
you're missing men aged 18 to 49. Yeah. And she says, we're not missing them. They're just not there. We're, you know, yeah. we're trying to do... We're, we're trying to do a specific thing. Yeah. And I remember, I think in episode two, um, I didn't watch it recently for the podcast, but I think I remember part of the conflict was they were rebranding the show as TGS with Tracy Jordan yeah. and removing the uh, female-centric aspect of it, and that was a huge deal. And uh, I'd totally forgotten that that was part of the show at all. Like, I feel like that kind of goes away immediately. Like, it just becomes... It, uh, TGS becomes just another, like, you know, terrible, terrible show within a show with, you know, a fart I machine. I legitimately had forgotten that TGS stood for the girly show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's, they don't even, I don't even think they mention it at all after the first season, or maybe, like, very rarely, and I yes. completely, like, I was like, oh my god, that's what it stands for. It's, it's always just TGS. Yeah. It's not the girly show anymore. And, I mean, you're right, they do pivot away from that. Uh, something I noticed is that they say in the pilot that their ratings are okay, but throughout almost the rest of the series, their ratings are pretty terrible. And the whole reason they have to bring them in is like, it's aimed just at women, but women aren't watching. No one wants to be watching TGS. Like, it's like a failing. Well, I think um, uh, the old producer, or the old network guy, Gary, who we never see, because he's died. He's dead. (laughs) Which I love that he kicks down the door. That's what, oh, Donaghy is one of the best entrances in any (laughs) movie. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's great. Where's Gary? Gary's dead. I'm Jack Donaghy, new VP of development for NBCG Universal Kmart. Uh, We own Kmart now. No. So why are you dressed like we do? He's, his dialogue as well on the show it's is so phenomenal. fantastic. And some of the things he says are just amazing. <sighs> Especially in the finale again, like on the stuff of the boat. I was yeah. reading that they had like uh, 10 jokes a, a minute in the show. Uh-huh. It's a good ratio. So we should yeah. all be aiming for. That was another thing that I noticed about the this pilot. Way, way lower joke, uh, joke per second ratio. It's, but that's true, that's, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you, it's just, that's so true of any show. I mean, I guess, yeah. Like, ten, what is it, ten years ago now? 2006 it started? Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, can I, I forget, can I say fuck? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. You can say fuck. I was really I surprised how many characters came in in the pilot that, like, are there all the way, like, Jonathan, like, I forgot Jonathan, like, mm, yeah. Baldwin's assistant was there from the very beginning, and you get to I see did too. his craziness in the very end, mm-hmm. and, like, he was there the whole time, and... Same with Liz's assistant, what's uh, her face? Suri. Yeah, yeah. So the other one, I was like, oh my god, you were here from the very first episode. I thought she actually oh. left, at, like, in the third season or something, and, and I thought she not change at all. She's no. like... like Oh. Not one, and then that's again another character that like she never got storyline. She never really got service as a character. Mm-mm. They easily could have done so much with that. Wondering what Sari got going on, in her <laughs> <laughs> but what is I see she what doing you mean. there. You know what I mean? Like why for so long? Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought but it was like at least like some of them would have moved on to something know? else. Just crazy. She it's does. Crazy. Uh, that is true. It's weird that all those people are in those positions for like, all those years. for six all years. That would yeah. not be the case. No. That would be a completely different team. They they swapped out. The they yeah. swap yeah. out. Well, left maybe not in the writers' room. I thought the writers' room Dufer is strange enough. Left. Do you think Cooper sticks around? Yeah, he's not. He's not there until the, the end. Writers' room would have stayed the same if it was something like this, a niche show like the Girly Show. Uh-huh. If it's like a long-standing sketch show like SNL, uh-huh. sure you're going to rotate people through, but say something like Mr. Show that only like it's got a limited lifespan 
uh, it, they're usually using the same talent in the writer, like not all, but a lot of the same talent in the writers' room is on stage. Yeah, which is kind of how they had it here, because Frank is in sketches from time to time, as is, is Josh. Yeah, jo- yeah, Josh was. Josh disappears, right? Josh, just a few vanished. seasons in. Yeah, yeah he does. He, he doesn't he like... just vanish. He quits as a power move, and then they replace him with that Canadian guy. Yes, he's yes. very cute. Jackson, something. Is he like the Jimmy Fallon stand-in? Uh, yeah, he is. He, is he he's Jimmy written Fallon? as like inspired by Jimmy Fallon. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mostly impressions, always smiling, always smiling, kind of happy. annoying. Yeah. Uh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to I like to imagine that Josh went on and got a, a talk show that everyone that is much beloved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much beloved. More beloved than any of his work on TGS. <laughs> so, also there's Lee, the creepy costume guy. He's not there at the end either, right? Oh the grumpy guy who's silent? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. He was like touching Jenna's clothes. Yeah. And then he was like being yeah, I don't know. I think that he goes away like immediately. Like I don't yeah, think he was ever really a character. No, he's he's in it for quite a while. Well, oh, you know what? Late? Sometimes I'm wrong. Yeah, <laughs> hold on, I'll go. I'll go back to that. One of my favorite lines in the pilot was um, when she said, "Do you consider yourself cat competent?" <laughs> oh yeah, Rachel Dratch's line. Yeah, which is She's amazing. So like funny. She was originally supposed to play Jenna's part, right? And the network basically <laughs> told her that she's like too ugly. Oh. Yeah, and for her to like show up and play that part is is very cool of her because I would be not happy about that. Yeah, it's and she's in in a bunch of episodes. Yeah, and good for her. As a different like. different character every time, I think. Rude, but yeah. anyways, yeah. So Jenna has to do this cat lady sketch, which is supposed to get cut, but because um, Liz is so distracted with this Tracy thing, um, Alec Baldwin's taking over, and the cat sketch is going forward, and he picks like some weird feral cat that's like just been picked up off the street. Yeah. And Rachel Dratch's character is in charge of the cats, and she asks if she's cat competent. This <laughs> is like, what does that even mean? You know, we get, we should all sit down uh, and watch the unaired pilot because the so Rachel wrong. Dratch version is out there. Oh, really? It's yeah. available. You I, can see it. I and apologize. Then they, yeah. Okay. Eric was right. Okay. Oh. Tom Broker is the actor's name. Character is, of Lee is in three episodes, oh. only in the first season. There you go. See, I told you. Yeah. Yep. You didn't believe me? No, I see. I, I thought I had seen his name on this higher... This is actually a milestone, because this is my 300th time in a row being you right. right. Yeah. Woo! Congratulations. Well, that was, hold on. In a row, Eric? In a row, yeah, in a row. You were wrong Second a couple end. times this morning. I'm going to have to ask you to start over. All right. All right. Uh, our first intro <laughs> to Tracy is him running down the freeway in his underwear with a lightsaber. Yeah, is that, that uh, amazing? Is that a news insert or just a smash cut? It's a news insert. Okay. It's a smash cut to a to news, news insert. insert. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, he's the third heat. That was the only thing I didn't get. Is he references that later in the episode. How did he hear? How that? does he know he's the third? Heat well, exactly? I th- I think cute. that um, they were. Like that. I he think did that... fly back with Donaghy. They may have also talked about it, Liz and him. Also, no, but him and Jack Jack. talked about it before. But I just thought that was just in there for, again, the joke. And it was Mm -hmm. like, "Mm." Well, I I actually verbally didn't understand what he said. And I asked Jacob, what did he say? And he said the third heat. And I wondered the exact same things. Like, he wasn't part of that conversation. No, he wasn't. But in this world, everyone loves Trivection Ovens. Yeah. (laughs) Which we haven't even mentioned yet. Jack Donaghy, the whole reason he gets brought in to run NBC... 
programming is because he's done so well with microwave programming. <laughs> I forgot about the dishwasher thing in the finale. It's like really a it's it's amazing. So, he says his job is like, he knows programming. Yeah. Vice President of Development at NBC, GE, Universal, and Kmart. No, but that was a that was a joke. That was all a setup. I know, so but that's dis- the clothes where yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's wearing Kmart clothes. His uh, all the corporate speak in this show is spot on. Yeah, it's probably because she's heard it all before, right? Yeah, the Six Sigma stuff that comes up in the end, mm. the wheel of like of Jack's life success, how he's measuring his life by <laughs> a pie chart. <laughs> oh, it's I love when Jack suggests the restaurant and she's like, I'm not dressed for that. And he's like, Well you're dressed for yeah, Burger no. King, shall we make it Burger King? I was like, that's Best a line great of the line. line. Is, such a good line. No, it was so great. Full yeah. of zingers. There's something we can focus on that's a huge difference between the pilot okay, and the Okay, but the, the outfit they put her in was worse than what she was wearing the before. The Laura Bush outfit? They put yeah. uh, Liz Lemon into a pink Laura Bush outfit. It was awful. Good God. And then Tracy didn't it. even want to eat the restaurant yeah, because they had ravio pumpkin in the ravioli. So he like takes over chicken and waffles. Yeah. And ten beers. Yes. There's ten beers at that counter. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Um, but I, the relationship between, uh, between Jack and Liz, that's probably the biggest change between the pilot and the finale. Cause yeah, she yeah. hates, she's not well, a fan, they, obviously. Well, they, they, they only meet in the pilot. So you can't. But really, she instantly hates. Yes. Instantly they're off on the wrong foot cause she fires her closest, pro- arguably her closest friend there next to Jenna. Yeah. Yeah. What is Pete's job? Like he's a producer. He's a producer. Okay. Yeah. So and he's good at it. Yeah, he he's fires, a good producer. Great producer fires him and doesn't even tell her. Right, I even yeah. forgot that he was like, "Oh, just stay behind for a second. I was like, "How did that even happen?" But yeah, that was brutal. That was brutal. I believe in an alternate cut. It was supposed to be that he was considering firing Liz. Oh well, he, I think um, <clears throat> I think that was implied that he he was still considering it anyways. And and at the end, when, when he says, I thought you were going to quit, I think that his strategy was to just make her quit anyways. Then realizing that he needs her, much as the same time that Liz is realizing she needs Tracy. Yes, because uh, they're going to fight the do, white guys do. together. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says that there are AIDS in the chicken nuggets, but that's just a metaphor. Yeah, that's... A, there we go. That's Carl, a, Robe. Carl Robe is the problem. Carl Robe. That whole scene was amazing. And then he's like, just like, well, I'm going to make you a bunch of money, so like, just get your money and get out. She was like, okay. I'm convinced. <laughs> it was one of my favorite lines when, when he said there's injecting AIDS in the chicken nuggets. That's, like, that's a, a me- metaphor. I know, I laughed <laughs> so what, hard. What is it a metaphor? <laughs> I wish we could just get away with that. Oh. With just being that out and out crazy. Tracy Jordan can get away with stuff like that, though. It's just, it's just him completely. This is why it's amazing. I would like to ask you guys yeah. if Grizz and .com were in his original posse in that pilot episode. Like, the actors who played Grizzin.com, I think that they were dressed similarly mm. anyways, but was that actually Grizzin.com? I didn't notice, but I don't think so. I remember looking for it another time, and I'm pretty sure that they're there. I was, yes. Because the, his po- his posse shrinks from, like, eight or ten people to two. Yeah. I love Grizzin.com so much. They're one of the, yeah. they're my favorite part of the finale, I think. They are great size They characters. always seem so bored. <laughs> See, Whoa, I like I like them so much because they have so much going on outside of the studio. They're like, so chill. Like, I'm, yeah, they have yes. their own little projects. Dot com has his plays. <laughs> Grizz has his startups. You know, they have 
They just hint at, like, all these weird little side adventures they have. Ugh, Jenna says she has a wonky eye because her sister peed in it. <laughs> Why did that happen? That was disgusting. That's a great That was great. Ugh. And the, the shot of her lo- yes, opening her eye and looking in the mirror was used in the finale. Oh, in was the flashback. it? Yeah, in the flashback, yeah. On the mirror flashback? Yeah. <laughs> the mirror montage? Yes. That's amazing. When Jenna realizes that the only thing she'll miss is the mirror? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, so Liz is drunk. She wants to go back and quit in front of everybody so they'll know that she didn't get fired. Okay, there's... Uh, I got... I, I was really disappointed in Liz Lemon's irresponsibility because she was driving Tracy's truck yeah. and I assumed at the time it was because Tracy was drinking. Yeah. But yeah, then but when she gets there, she admits to being drunk. She was driving drunk. Yeah. Down the yeah. She's, not, she's not a perfect true. role model, but I'll take it. Also, both in both these episodes, she's not there while her own show is going on. Which I thought was ludicrous in the finale. Maybe not so, so much in the pilot because she was pissed off yeah. because he fired. And well, she, she was, was trying to get back. Yeah, yeah, that was part of the. Conflict. She was there. Well, on but work. that's I think true. She, she, <laughs> she was, could have. She could have left. She that did bar. call and say, "Send me a car." Yeah. She tried to get back. Yes. Eventually, mm. eventually, she tried to get back. But didn't she? Didn't she found out in the in the strip club that. He got fired, right? That Pete got, Pete fired. got fired. She's calling And I think for... she decided then to start drinking. Yes. And decided not to go back right away. And then, yes, I think yeah. it was later on. I'm going to say that she was less drunk than Tracy. She was. Great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. Great. We can all I think that was that. what was implied by him handing the keys to her. Yes. Yeah. She could walk a straight line. Um, another, another aspect <laughs> I like in that pilot is when you get to see Pete at home. And he's like, oh, it's, this it'll be fine. I'll get to spend time with my kids. And already, they're already dropping in these hints that his kids are just horrible monsters. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. They set up a lot of stuff really early on. He is so on. sad. God, I, love so Pete. sad. <laughs> I love Pete so much. And then Jenna gets like eaten by the cat, which was horrifying. She's, I remember that. She like, rips her throat open, basically. And Tracy has to jump in and like save the show. That's crazy. I like, like that <laughs> Jenna was... You could see she was bleeding from the neck yeah, and she and was face. heavily injured, but she was saying, No, no, the cat's okay, don't worry about it. Yeah, she's and totally worried about the person, like the she audience. She just reaction. like tossed the cat. Cat she threw are it against fine. the wall. Did it hit the wall? It hit the wall. It bounced off the wall. It did bite her in the neck. Did cats, I, cats I would probably fling a cat away from me as well if it bit me in the they neck. They can't they do. can't feel they, that much uh, of an injury. I, I know what you're saying that it would be okay because it's She's a slight person. And the, well, it's no, not the, like the she's like hucking it. They can also like fall a really far distance without. Yeah, the cat like, was probably injury. trying, but it's not bad so that she did that on live television. Yes. Yeah, and people were very upset with her. Rightfully I mean, so. You That'd be a reaction. If you were watching Saturday Night Live and they threw a cat against the wall, people would be really pissed off. You'd be saying the argument would be, "Why did you use a live cat yeah. for this?" Sketch? But it's fine. It proved to Jack that running the show is really hard, and yeah. that he needs Liz Lemon, and she says she wants Pete, and she wants Jenna's job to be safe, and she wants a cappuccino, cappuccino machine. This in is the, nice. In the writing room. The yeah. first time we see her being... Because, like, a big struggle for Liz in the show is is being more of a hard-ass. Well, yeah, and standing up for herself. Yeah. For sure. She's always letting people walk all over because she doesn't... Some know, people. Other people some she has people. no problem, like, standing up to. Like, like Lutz. Lutz. Yeah. <laughs> no one has any trouble standing up to Lutz. He's <laughs> no. a sad sack. 
<laughs> he, I hate Lutz yeah. so yeah. much. And then she throws um, a water bottle and hits Jack in the back of the head with it. That's yeah. a risk. That's a risky move. At her own boss. Yeah. I like. I really like that moment. Me too. She's yeah. got Moxie. That's what. That's what you know about Liz Lemon by the end. Yes. She's got Moxie. Exactly. She's smart. She she's cares tough. About her family, like she doesn't ask for anything for herself, right? Just no. Like her friends. So. Just to make things work. Just to be like left alone to eat a sandwich once in a while. Yeah. To like have everyone do their work right so that she can relax. And then Tracy leans in and tells Jenna, like, basically he's taking the show away from her. Which sets up the whole first season conflict, right? Because yeah. I think Liz is on board with Tracy. Yes. I think it's just so. Jenna is now like, whoa, I'm the star of this show. So she yeah. now has to handle like both of their egos without either of them screwing up the show in general. Hmm. Perfect right. setup for a Finale? character. Do you guys Finale. want to say anything about the pilot? Mm-hmm. I, I agree it works. It's not my favorite, though. Yeah, it's definitely, I would say, the worst episode of the whole series. Oh, my. I don't, I think there I are worse episodes than this somewhere. I think this is one of the best pilots we've ever seen. I think it's a really, yeah, like I, I, I think it's a great pilot. I agree that it's not in the tone of what the show's going to be, but... I'm thinking over the other shows we've seen, and I'm trying to remember another show that does as good a job of selling me on a, on a I show mean, as this. the only one uh, I saw was Barney Miller. Prince, yeah, Gilmore Barney Girls. Miller. Fresh Prince, the Fresh Prince pilot, if I had seen it now, would not another necessarily sell me on that I show. Frisky Dingo. You've Frisky watched Frisky Dingo. Dingo. Yeah. Uh, Frisky Dingo does a pretty Adventure, decent job. But there's Adventure Time. I, I just don't... Like, when I watched it the, the very first time... The very first time... I was like, wow, this seems like a pretty great show. I'm excited to get into it. Every time I've rewatched it since, it, yeah. I've always been like, wow, man, how did I get convinced to watch this show based on this pilot? I, mm-hmm. I hate this episode now. That's so funny. Well, mixed mixed reviews. Yeah. Everyone loves 30 Rock, but we're not sure on the pilot. Let's well, I like the pilot more than the finale. Interesting. We'll say that. And that's, I think, the only one in this room. Safe to say. Well, the finale is two episodes. The yes. first one is called Hog Pop, and I really disliked this episode. And then the first one, the, the next one, one, I liked better. But I feel like we missed Thirty Rocks heyday. Oh, absolutely. Yes, on both yeah. ends of this. I, yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and totally. it actually just made me kind of sad because <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I wish we had picked two better episodes that I really like." <laughs> well, I had, I had convinced uh, Fran to watch. To watch them with me, yeah. And after the after seeing those two, I was like, "Fran, I swear to God that the show in between those two episodes is, is fantastic. Yeah. It's a wonderful <laughs> show." Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I think they should have gone after season five. They should have stopped. I think that's yeah. yeah. I, in my humble opinion, that's the last about where I stopped. That's are me not too. Watching. I I am glad that there are all the seasons there are of Thirty Rock. It's like one of those shows where I'll always take more of it. Mm-hmm. And they say maybe like Gilmore Girls. But um, I don't think she ended up with the right guy. See, and when I left the show, Liz Lemon was single, and I had no idea yeah, about any of that. Me, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and that's another thing too. Is like this finale. Well, let me just read the synopsis, yes. yeah. and we'll talk about it. Uh, so, Hogcock, Liz has trouble adjusting to be a stay-at-home mother. Jack mm-hmm. takes stock of his life, and Tracy struggles to get on without Kenneth. And then, episode thirteen, I should say, season seven. It's called Last Lunch, which was the funniest part of this episode, I think. Agreed. The gang reunites for one final episode of TGS, is all it says. 
Stay-at-home lemon to what do I owe the pleasure? Did you already run out of things to do today? Pfft, what? No, you are. It's understandable. For the past seven years, you put out dozens of fires every day, not including the real ones Tracy would set. To keep away Frankensteins, which, as far as we know, works. My point is, you need the outlet. Without work, <laughs> I have plenty of new outlets. I ran this morning for 30 minutes. Does that include dry heaving? And wet, and sure, okay, I thought I'd have a job right now, but I don't need to work. What about money? You know TGS is only syndicated in Greece. Okay. But yeah. what was so frustrating about the second last episode is that the show was already gone. Yep. And it was just like, Liz is just a stay-at-home mom. Oh, what's the deal the there? Who are her kids? Were they adopted? Yes. They are Obviously, because yeah. otherwise she would have been pregnant. Like, she, yes. She's married to this her latest boyfriend, who's a very nice guy, he's just kind not, of a strange like, matchup. the nicest guy. Yeah. He's so insanely boring. He's like, <laughs> so boring. Which is kind of, in what's that a, respect. What's actor's name? He's got it. He's, oh. he's a... Ed Mar- Marston. Yes, James Marston. James Marston. Cyclops. Yeah, super good looking. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did look familiar. Also playing... And he's also in Superman Returns. The most he's boring X-Man. Star. Yeah. The... Who is he in Superman Returns? Oh, he's someone in the news. I think he's Lois Lane's husband. <laughs> oh, so God. someone's douchey boyfriend. Yeah. Every single... <laughs> where, wherever he is. Um, I, I totally agree that the, that the first half of the finale is way worse than the... In the second half, yeah. like it feels like a completely different show. But I mean, it's missing all the key elements. Of course, it does because th- there's no TGS. And yeah. what the yeah. fuck, Kenneth as Kenneth has become the president of NBC, yeah. which is in insane. He's a complete idiot, and he has like he actually has no well work your way up, but still, like he 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 was still. And doesn't he eventually get fired as a page? And he's he, not working yeah, there he, for he a is, long time. He's yeah, fired in, in like the yeah. fifth season, I think it is. He's yeah. fired or he quits to help the show somehow. He does something stupidly noble, and, well, as he, he has, always yeah, does. Yeah, he has to yeah. get his job back. And he, Liz has married someone so dumb, he can't even remember to put on his socks and shoes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, that's this man. Like, he's like a kid. What? What? And she what married I, another. She married a third kid. Oh. What, what I don't think we get in this though, but I remember is that like the kids they adopt are like little Tracy and little Jenna. Yeah. Yes. When they when they pick them up, when they pick them up at the airport, and like the little boys like Yo Liz Lemon, and the girl <laughs> sees the camera, and she's like, "Oh, is that a camera?" Yeah. And then she says, "Yeah, exactly." Yeah. And he's got a lizard with him. Yeah. You gotta yeah. get some stuff there. My lizard's gonna die. Yeah. It's yeah. The, that's why they're and the then perfect she's like, kids for. This her. feels right. And she spends this whole episode like she's miserable because she's not working. She's staying at home with the kids, and the kids are in school. They're gone. So she's actually staying at home by herself. Mm. So she's fighting with what we're supposed to think are other moms online <laughs> about her choices. And I think the point of that whole storyline is that all everyone's judgy about everything, and then you can't. I don't know. I, don't I think know it was just there for her to realize that she needs to be working. And then yeah, which, she, it turns out she's actually fighting with her husband, who's pretending to be a lady online at his. <laughs> and why did they fake the audience out by he, actually putting a woman, woman's voice to this he online ne- person? He never says that he's a woman. She's just reading it, and he like. No, it's for it moms. Right. It's a website for moms. It's a website for moms, but it, he never says. No, no, that no that's a mom, what she's, really. Yeah, yeah. That, the assumption she's is assuming is, that he's a woman. Also, and why would he be like getting? Like threatening a fight with anyone on this mom's phone. Yeah, yeah. Is that the last time we see him too in that? Yes, it is. Yeah. That yes, is an awful exit for a character. It's his it's, whole. I gotta go slap that woman in the mouth. Yeah, it's ludicrous. <laughs> like the Julianne Moore thing. Like 
her accent is so awful on this show, and she is on it for so many episodes, and I... She's only on six episodes, I think. Oh, God. It's a nightmare. Six too many. a nightmare. She is now married to Jack? Yeah. Is that what's up? Yeah. I wasn't no, really getting no. that. Like, he was, wasn't he married to, to Avery? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She slept with Avery's to North mom. Korea at one yes. point. Yeah, she got craziness. Yeah. And then he sleeps with Avery's mom. Think, I think that no. that I saw. That was like the last thing yeah, I saw. Uh-huh. They managed to put it. Okay, what, what happens? Together. She's uh, his his wife and the mother of his child. Avery is in North Korea for an extended period for about a year. So he is avoiding, yeah, to be a newscaster. He's avoiding hooking up with her mother because they have a weird instant attraction. Was Mary Steenburgen? Oh, I know. Is it? Oh, it is. It is, and she's amazing. Both her and Juliet Moore are just. And then Juliet Moore shows up as like his ex from like high school or when they were kids or whatever. Yeah, just recently gone through divorce. And she has this like crazy like Boston accent, and it's so terrible. No, I liked. You really don't like her accent. It really. I oh, wanted to kill man. myself every time. I up. love the Boston. Do you like Boston accents? I love, I love Boston huh? accents. Why I love the Batfleck. Like, hello. I want to move to Boston to like marry someone that talks like that. She like butchers it so, but it's on purpose. Like it's yeah. supposed to it's be doing like a terrible towny accent. Yeah. yeah, but it's like she's such a beautiful person, and that horrible noise coming out of her face. I, I love <laughs> Ju- I love Julianne Moore, and I, I will not listen she's to you disparage her anymore. Love, okay. For the sake she of conversation, two seconds of this episode, anyways. So <laughs> yeah, and Jack has children. Yes, he has a daughter. Yes, but he's with uh, Blondie yeah. with Avery. Yeah, but he's not married at the no, in the finale. In the finale, he's not. They break up at I think the end of season. And six. Julianne Moore is who? Julianne Moore is his high school girlfriend who he reconnected with briefly, but then he married Avery. And oh. Salma Hayes. Oh, so was. she was in it before. She yeah. was. In one of the earlier seasons, I'd say four or five. You said she was in six episodes. Yeah, yeah. but I thought it was in the all in the later seasons. No, she's in the mid-season. So Jack is Jack is trying to fulfill, like, fill his life. He's got this pie pie chart up, and he's <laughs> just we're just smash cutting through a bunch of accomplishments of his as he fills out this chart. He's he gets a menage a trois, he defeats his sensei at judo. Uh-huh. And t- takes over the parking spot closest <laughs> to the door, which he is great. He gets the world's greatest dad mug, so he's good at parenting. That was yeah. very sweet. Yeah, makes total sense. I'm going to give my kids mugs so they oh. can give them to me. It's the same thing. Just a lucky mug or, or just a oh, world's just a regular? Greatest, world's oh, okay. greatest dad lucky mug. I love Kenneth's uh, list of TV no-no words. Oh, did you freeze that? No. Uh, I didn't freeze it, but I caught a few of them. was on there. We know that. Complexity was also on there. <laughs> Edgy. Raider. Right. Raider's a big no-no. <laughs> Raider. Can't, can't have a show about writers. Exactly. Ooh, immortal <laughs> characters. In Ooh. a shout-out to Kenneth himself. Wow. <laughs> yes, that's true. Also, like... Vampires are immortal. There's lots of vampire shows. Well, I guess not Kenneth on NBC. Not How the hell vampires. did they even write him to be the president of NBC? Uh, They've been working towards it the entire series. Yeah, but he was fired and had to start again from scratch in season five. He's like yeah, a, well, he's just that good. Says he's yeah. like a sub pro. If if Jack Donaghy has a second protege, it's Kenneth. Because he's Kenneth is constantly coming to him for advice or or. Jack is helping I thought that scene in the valley was that was amazing. And he's like, I, I would feel more comfortable if you were to sit down and I could just stand on the other side of the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so great. And it's then they just they just naturally, nod and naturally go into it. I'm like, they, that was a, yeah. In some uh, ways, Kenneth parts. does kind of make sense. He's like, 
he's similar to other executives well, that yeah. have worked at TGS. Like, they don't really... More than Jack or any of the other executives, he understands TV. And, uh... But he understands it in, in the... In the complete... He's coming at it from the complete opposite direction that Liz is. Yeah. Like, he understands what people want to watch yeah. on television. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Milf Island will run for a thousand Milf years. Milf Island's very successful <laughs> for Jack Downey. <laughs> but I, I, I really liked that. Uh, I really but liked I, Kenneth. Jack, like, went to Kenneth for advice. Like, mm-hmm. that was, like, it's really interesting because it's like they yeah. switched parts. Yeah. Roles, almost, right? He's like, I need your help. I... Don't know why I'm unhappy and how why everything like nothing's working for me anymore. Well, who else challenge? Okay, Liz challenges Jack to change over the course of the show. Tracy kind of does because they both are in like the same platform. They're both very rich men yeah. who can kind of just ignore society's rules and do constantly. Well, his well, own mom is also one of his like greatest yeah. foes. Oh, yeah. Like that's really why yeah. oh. she she's just died, right? So he's that's why he's. Spiral. That's right. right. The whole reason yeah. for Jack is that she's because he he said I, she told him when she was dying she wanted him to be happy, which is something she would never say. She's so mean. Like yeah, she's oh, I I call it a tough. Lane, a lane stretch. Lane stretch. Yeah, uh, one of the best um, like cameos on this show. Her and um, actually, there's a lot of good ones. Rip torn. Yeah, oh <laughs> I liked Dean Winters in. Uh, um, the Beeper King. What's that guy's name? Oh my god. Oh, Dennis. Dennis, yeah. Dennis, Dennis Duffy. Dennis is the Dennis worst. <laughs> hey, dummy. And I can't take him seriously. <laughs> like, he's on, uh, uh, what's it called? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's like yeah. their biggest enemy. And I'm like, yeah. you're Dennis Duffy. You're like that. Well, you, you should true. go back and watch Oz and yeah. take him oh, seriously. I, saw, I haven't seen that. He, I saw Oz before I saw 30 yeah, Rock. me too. And like, your first introduction to him is he's like, Grinding up glass to put in somebody's food, kill him real slow. Oh wow! He's uh, in he's the a... first season of Oz. He's like this master manipulator that is uh, puppeteering, like orchestrating this huge uprising. That like the whole conclusion of of the like everything that the first season is leading towards. He's masterminding it, and he's this like really he's this genius um, Machiavellian guy. Who's just playing? Everyone's just his little pawn. And then when I see him on Thirty Rock, yeah. he's a total he's idiot. The Beeper King. Yeah. <laughs> Technology cyclical, dummy. The dumbest person in like a room full of really stupid people. Like, it's, <laughs> yes, it's amazing. Dumber than Lutz. Yeah, I mean, speaking oh. of which, let's talk about Tracy's way of spelling things phonetically. Does anyone? Does anyone remember what oh. T? What was T for? T is in the drink. Oh my god. R is in the Pirates. R is in the Fonzie Noise. C is in the Sea Monster. Why? You would make friends if they're going to let you down. J is in the Bird I'm Afraid of. Exactly. See, that's like. That was my favorite. That's like 20 or 30 seconds, and every part of that is a joke. It's like 10 seconds. It's like 10 to 12 seconds. No, no, no. It was a long time. He goes through every single letter. Yeah. It was at least 20. Tracy's trying to see Kenneth, but he can't. And he's very upset that Kenneth has abandoned him and isn't there to, like, pick up his dry cleaning anymore. See, the joke density is, like, so much higher. It's it's crazy. It's jumped way, way up. Well, also, there's the whole Jack with the whole ass attack joke, right? Because his board stands for... Yeah. What's it stand for again? 
can't remember. But I forget. The... Oh, Jack's pie chart board? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, all his pie charts and graphs tend to have something, well, a yeah. dumb name. He causes an ass attack. An ass attack. Yeah. Uh, and I... then he converts his wheel to happiness instead of yeah. <laughs> work success and things like that. Yeah. Okay, so Tracy is dealing with Kenneth not being around. We get to see Jenna on SVU. That was fun. Oh, Jenna's got an interesting plot line. Trying to figure out what to do after the show's done and no one pays yeah. attention to her anymore. No one will even, person. Yeah, give her the time of day. She goes from, like, she's she's quitting TV. She's going to LA. She's going Can to do Broadway. Movies. Yeah, it's crazy. She couldn't, and no one listened to any time she, she spoke, so. <laughs> and rightfully so. They've spent way too long putting up with her nonsense. Yeah. You're not a star anymore. So she can't do, uh... TV because she's not getting the part she thinks she deserves. Can't go to LA because everyone is younger than her and a 10. Yeah. Yeah. They're all blonde and pretty and wearing matching outfits for some reason. And wearing almost nothing. Some of them. Some yeah. of them. I... They were in like pairs and all matching outfits. In neon colors. Yeah. Was the girl in the bikini the janitor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was she yeah, sweeping? She was. She okay. was. Yeah. That was awesome. That's Even a... the janitor was a hot blonde. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she can't go to L.A. Uh, yeah, so gives up, goes back. Meanwhile, um, Liz... I just wanted to say, speaking of like them dropping the like feminist angle of the show, yeah. I feel like she never does in the dialogue. There's always lines from every episode. I remember thinking now, like, yeah. constantly quoting them on Facebook and being like, yes, Liz Lemon, like, exactly. Thank you for saying that. And there's even one in the finale where she she finally finds out it's her husband and he admits he hates working. Yeah. She admits she wants to go back to work, but she feels guilty. And he's like, well, if you were a dude, you wouldn't even think about that. Like, that wouldn't, that thought wouldn't even cross your mind. And she's like... Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. And then <laughs> yeah. they decide to switch places, and he's going to stay home, and she's going to go and work on Grizz and hers or whatever. Well, I, I feel I think oh. what was making me think that they had dropped the feminist angle is that in between, like, watching all of 30 Rock and now, I've seen Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt a couple uh, of times. Which is the and best. That's, and the the... It's very feminist throughout, like yes, and it's 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 a, a much more important part of the show. Absolutely, yeah, really, but yeah. it's one of the threads that goes throughout, and she definitely, especially a lot of the jokes are just like, I yeah, I, I guess it, but it's still part there Amazing. just because of Tina Fey. You know, that's an important thing to her. Yeah, so absolutely, it'll, and it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyways, I just wanted to point that out that she does. That line is said in the finale. So. Yeah, I probably missed that because Fran was talking. So yeah, she was talking Don't during the episode. They, they were, oh, yeah, that's disgusting. Ah, Fran, disgusting, disgusting. Let's shame her. Let's shame her. I am shaming her. Yeah, which is a bad shame. dentist show, right? Yeah, and she was like, "Oh yeah, maybe I will. I will pitch that." Uh, Tracy calls his computer a pornography box. Uh, Love, that. Uh, uh, Love it. I feel like that's not the first time he's said that. Probably not, but it's great. Jack tries to convince Kenneth he's happy, and Kenneth is not buying it. Yes, because clearly Jack's not happy. Yeah. And, and he, Kenneth doesn't even need to do anything. He's not, yeah, exactly. He's just nodding, basically, while Jack talks himself out of it. And he also tells him that they're bur- the Occupy Wall Street's burning him in effigy. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, every Jack's on and the you top. You see, like, every Nancy field. Pelosi calling him a war criminal. <laughs> He's amazing. There was um, uh, the third Harold and Kumar movie 
Um, I watch that because I make bad decisions and I watch bad <laughs> movies by accident sometimes. I saw it in the theater, so I, I make even worse decisions. Um, was that the one that partially in 3D? No. Yeah. It's, no. It is 3D. No, the third one's Guantanamo. No, that's the second one. That is, that is the second. Go to White Castle. Third one's the Christmas one? Third one's no, the Christmas one, the yes. second one is not Guantanamo. It is. Well, I'm I'm the expert here. On Are you sure? Summer. Yes, I'm 100% sure. I don't think you're right. No, I'm 100% sure. Okay, well then the third one's good. Go ahead. No, um, yeah. so they, <laughs> they, they made uh, uh, Harold a, like, a stockbroker, and then Occupy Wall Street happened, like, I guess, you know, late in development of, uh of of that movie like in in production so they throw in a scene at the beginning that's like to try and make people because you're not going to uh sympathize with uh a stock worker yeah be, while occupy wall street is happening like at that same time as the movie's in the theater so they threw in this tiny little scene where um him and another stockbroker are leaving the office and there's occupy people outside like picketing and his um his co-workers, like, shitting on them, and, and Harold is like, oh, you can't blame, like, he has this, like, long reason for why you can't blame Occupy Wall Street for it, and then it's a really transparent and shitty way to try and, like, get your heart back yeah, yeah, yeah. into this character. Um, so I appreciate that they didn't, like, try and do that with 30 Rock. Like... Or try to defend Occupy Wall Street? No, well, they didn't try to, like, um give Jack this, like, moment of, wow, I can sort of see why they're so mad, and, and... Uh, Which, that would have been very dumb. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, like, they didn't, like, ruin the character uh, in order to make you still kind of like him. Like, they they didn't, you know, they didn't betray the roots of Jack Donaghy. You know, yeah. he you're not, he's... He has, he's a captain of industry. He goes out and makes things happen. Yeah, capitalism is too important to him to be swayed by by people who are who are mad about that, yeah, yeah or great. anyone's feelings, yeah, yeah. He's a he's an Ayn Rand character. Yeah, he's. <laughs> so Liz gets dragged back in by Kenneth because turns out that they have to make another episode of the show because it's in Tracy's contract that if yeah. they don't make 150 episodes, he gets 30 million dollars. Except that they word it that if they make 150 mil- 150 episodes. He is penalized $30 million, is how it's worded initially. Oh, really? Yeah. So if they do make the episode, he has to pay them $30 million? <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh God, that's, that's terrible. Uh, but also makes no sense at all. I mean, because it's Tracy. It's wacky. Yeah. Is that mentioned in the show, or did you just notice that? No, they, that's... Kenneth says that. That like I, he doesn't have to pay them, he just doesn't get that $30 million. So oh, I think okay. they're He's saying, a, in a way, they'll be paid that money they won't by have, not giving it to him. Yeah. Okay, I see, I see. I thought I thought you were saying that Tracy would have to pay them $30 million. No. Well, he's, he's penalized $30 million. They take $30 million off what they have to pay him. Yeah, well, I mean, they as long as they make it to that point, they never had to pay it to him. It's an important distinction because Tracy wrote into it, had his contract uh, written up in a way that would punish him if he stayed on the show long enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I guess... I guess he doesn't need the money. That's hilarious. No, he has. He has like how many houses? There's a. There's a point. Where 
he he's got a solid gold jet ski, two Batmobiles, the yeah, bones of the AIDS monkey. Him, right? Well, he made yeah. all those like old lady movies, which we saw like this honky grandma yeah. 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 who that ninja he made. He's, he's got yeah. every Eddie Murphy movie made yeah. in the '90s, yeah. and then and also like half of Martin Lawrence's movies. Oh, <laughs> good point. Yeah, yeah, all he, the greatest of the, <laughs> the best of their work. He confronts Kenneth finally and says he can take back his promise and releases him from helping him and then immediately sends him to do all of his errands. Yeah. So nothing has changed between them, I guess. <laughs> Which is kind of nice. I like to see yeah. that even the network, network executives are still beholden to the stars. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's funny because like, like you get some character growth from Tracy, but it's just that he's too wacky and cartoony to stick to it. Like he, he's not, you know, he's not pretending to change and he's not, um, changing his mind about changing, he changes, and then he just doesn't realize that he's still like in in his head. He's making this sacrifice. Yeah, 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 Please. definitely. So uh, Kenneth presenting this op- well, not even an option. Ask, he's telling Liz she has to do this show. Yeah, she's contractually obligated. Yeah, it is kind of a solution to her problem. It's also kind of ridiculous how nobody saw this before they shut down everything. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like they were shut down. Prematurely, they, they got canceled. Whole, we find out there was a whole run in the last season where they're barely avoiding being canceled. I think they managed to put it off due to a gap. Like Liz intentionally lets a gas leak loose in the building for one episode, uh-huh. to so that the audience loves it and all the executives love the episode. Even really? <laughs> no really sense. Yeah, that's um, a two-parter with Michael Keaton, uh, guest starring as the janitor trying to fix the gas leak. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't really solve her problem, because it's just, like, one night of work. That's yeah. That's not, like, a long-term. She's yeah, pretty no. pissed. She wants, a, she wants a real job. Yeah, exactly. And when she tried to pitch a show that was, like, a good idea, Kenneth but basically was like, idea. no, we only like garbage. Wait. And we want garbage. Oh, when she pitched her idea about herself. Not the uh, idea no, she comes the... in later with, which is terrible. No, she pitches the... an idea that's awful. No, the, but... the first idea that she pitches when he is that when he gives her the no no list. Yeah, she initially pitches like basically thirty rock, right? Like, yeah, exactly. a show about uh, a woman writer in New York. Yeah. Yeah. and then she tries to pitch, and she's not good at pitching to the common man. Yeah, because what she comes up with is just so patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> then Jack resigns, and she flips out. She's like. I was happy. From his dream job. Yes, at yeah. Cable Town with a K. Yeah, that he's literally wanted his whole life. Yes. He wanted to be, well, he adapted to wanting it. He wanted to be the head of the chairman of GE. Yes. But now then GE no longer exists as it did. Now it's owned by Cable Town. <sighs> so, and a bunch of Southerners. But yeah, he says work, work won't make you happy. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> seven years, like, I was happy with my night cheese and my pajamas as day wear. You came and you told me I should want more. Now you're just like, oh, yeah, that was wrong. <laughs> and he's... Like, what kind of mentor are you? Oh, my God. This whole time you've been telling me how to run my life, you didn't know what you were talking about. You're just an alcoholic with a great voice. Careful, Lemon, you're... A human one, Liz. <laughs> the yeah. human kind. And then he accuses her of unsharkulating unsh- her. Him. Which is this is like an art. This is a conversation they've had a couple times. In yes, the they've had this fight over the years of like that they're having a negative effect on each other. When we all know, obviously, it's not that; it's the opposite. Yeah, 
do like his quote of, I called you up for one meeting seven years ago and you just kept coming back. <laughs> Which is kind of true. And then yeah. you just think about the entire show. is yeah. like, did he ask for her to come up ever? And then, or did she literally just pop in every single well, time? Well, just the first time. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's so good. And then Jonathan is like ecstatic and he's like, you're finally out of our lives. You're not special to him anymore. And he's like basically doing a dance. He was like... And I just wanted Jack like, to say, like, neither are you. You are not in my life anymore. See, like, Gollum in that scene, like, he was having, like, a pack of, like, so excited about that. It was crazy. It is very strange that Jonathan kept his job as long as he did. Yeah. Well, and I think he's gone sometimes, too, yes. right? He's gone so. for a season, and there was a featured extra who replaced him. Yeah. Who never had any lines. Just kind of, like, visual jokes of him, like, coming in oddly into the office. Yeah. You know what I, do you know what I mean? I can't remember that now. Okay, yeah. It was just some, some guy who was fine. I believe you. Do you? I'm not I'm not saying you're a liar. I'm All just... right, well, as long as you're not saying that. Okay, right. so what do you guys think is going on with that whole Pete insurance gag? He's Well, he's uh, building up and the identity. Oh, he's the new person now. Yeah. Got you. So he's that transitioning. But I think his new <laughs> identity sold insurance to Pete Hornsberger. Uh, oh, that's yes. interesting. So yeah, he course. took out his own life insurance plan. Yes, I believe so. Wow. <laughs> He's been working on on this plan the For entire... Ten, like 10 years, he says, right? He says seven or eight, which yeah. is as long as the show's, show's been back. running. And they're worried Tracy's going to try and ruin the show, obviously. Because he wants to get yeah. the $30 million. Kathy Geist inventing a hugging machine that kills old people. <laughs> which was very sad. The whole Geist thing, again, is like another thing that just like... <laughs> That's so, whole... Will, all the Will Arnett's character always bugged me, even though it was like... Will Arnett's character? I thing? love Will Arnett. Yeah. Just, yeah, anyway. Uh, did, did... The whole Geist family storyline was always weird, I thought. Well, I... let's think about... Okay, the Geist family storyline kind of got dropped. But it went on for like several seasons. It went on for yeah. several seasons, like, but... The first three, at least, I would say. Once they merged with Cable Town... The guy's family basically vanished. Well, I mean, when does, was, when except does, for uh, Kathy, who's like, she comes and goes. She has little cameos, but they have yeah. no more influence, which is fair, I guess. Yeah. They're just like a wealthy family who's out of the picture now. The, he has a heart attack, right? But he doesn't die? He, He's just in a... He goes into oh, a no, coma, right? then he, he comes back, like, then he dies. That's the where he was going to make Jack. Yeah. And then he, he, he was going to give him the promotion, and then he told no one else, and then he died. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what happened, right? It's a it's a lot of back and forth. And we haven't talked about the last free lunch yet. That that was my favorite part. Of this uh, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. The actually. whole C plot of the episode is the writers trying to pick lunch, and Lutz has the say. Anyway, we have been given a second chance to end this right on our terms. So, what are we going to order for our last free lunch? Nothing, thank you. Sorry, whose turn is it to choose lunch today? Who is? The picker. You picked last time, Liz, so alphabetically after lemon comes... Oh, no. <gasps> Blimpies. Oh, oh, no. Come on, Lutz. Solve this, Frank. Yeah. And apparently like, every, every new season of the show, in the show, mm-hmm. they start from the beginning of the alphabet, and they each get to pick a different week, and it seems that Lutz has never ever gotten the opportunity to choose. No, he's gotten to pick before, but he, he always picks terrible places. Blimpies. Gas station hot dogs, oh Subway sandwiches. 
Like he just he picks stuff that you would get if you were too lazy to cook on yeah. your way home from work. Yeah. Not food that you order when the company's paying for lunch. Yeah. And someone else is gonna get it and, and bring it to you. And this time he's insisting on blimpies because he's trying to get his revenge for them bullying him for all these years. What is blimpies? Blimpies uh, is like a hoagie house and it's disgusting. Sounds lovely. No. No. It's like a, it's <laughs> okay, what are the sandwich okay, Subway is a like a, a pretty good yeah. Sub sandwich Quiznos place. Quiznos is pretty great. I, Quiznos is okay. I would put Quiznos next to or slightly below Subway. Oh my god, it's like at least twice as good as Subway. I don't care for their bread. Uh, let's say that they're equal. Limpy's <laughs> is like two standard deviations Down. below Subway. Right, what are some I other? can't even think of another sandwich place. Like Mr. Sub? Mr. Sub. Which is, is that an East Coast thing? No, we have those in Calgary too. I have them in Ottawa. All right. They're everywhere. But those are better than Blimpy's. Yeah. Blimpy's is But the whole gross. thing was that Lutz planned this out so perfectly so that there was no way around him yeah. picking. So once yeah. they finally decide, like, okay, we're going to pick someone out of the jar, and he, all his all the names in the jar are his. And then they go like, okay, it's a new season. We go alphabetically. He shows them he's changed his name to Aardvark. <laughs> so he's at the beginning of the list. And then Liz Levin, like, physically attacks him and locks him in her office and says, order sushi from Nobu. And she knocks off the doorknob. And he falls through the ceiling onto the sushi. like And the cake. Mm-hmm. And then... She finally lets him have his way and they order from Blimpies. We never see the Blimpies arrive. I love when he screams. Like, again, the final episode, this Lutz, who we know nothing about, screams about how he's a 51 year old bisexual part Indian. Like, I don't even know what the rest of it was, but it was like. None of those people knew any of those things about him, and neither did we. Like, we we would have. This is a plotline that would have made. It would have had a lot more gravitas if we'd been watching actively up until this point like coming in because they mention all that stuff about him being part eskimo he says that part native i think he says right yeah but they specifically it, yeah. he's he it comes up in a couple other episodes that he's part eskimo oh and like, really the, inuit but they say eskimo yeah and Very he says eskimo, eskimo. Okay. and it's his culture so <laughs> i'm not gonna tell him what to say i i <laughs> um but yeah, like that seems like a it's your finale, and you're focusing on lots of all people. Well, that's it that's does just feel another like part, strange. like the meta element of of this show. Mm-hmm. You could be focusing on Frank or Twofer, um, who have way bigger parts than Lutz. Um, you could be giving Jane more to do, uh, Jenna, sorry, Jenna. Jenna more to do. <laughs> but you're focusing on Lutz, who's such a minor character. Yeah. I guess it's a I good, loved it. It it's hilarious. Great, I love uh, it too. It's, yeah. it's funny for sure. I'm just thinking about like uh, uh, about what Hannah was saying earlier about the use of some of the time in, in the episodes, like the focus that certain characters get over other characters. Yeah, the, the fact that but like, this storyline involved everyone too. It's a great way to get everyone involved. Yeah, it's I, I don't was know. Two for there in the finale. Yeah, two for yeah. was there. He was, and that one woman I was writer. Because so there's only one yeah, woman writer who ever gets to speak, and she then they gave it to spoke. her. Um, she was the one with the season eight idea, but that backfired too. So it didn't really work out. Jack tries to make up with Liz. There's a good blazer bar joke. That was funny. When he tried to give <laughs> blazer her barn. Blazer barn. <laughs> Ugh, hilarious. But she's not having it. She's pissed. She's holding the grudge. And then he even goes to Jenna for help. He's like mm-hmm. asking everyone for help, which is so unJack. 
Yeah. Like he would never run. He would never ask Jenna for advice about anything. Right? Yeah. He's like, totally. Has he ever before? No. Not really. He's tried to give her advice several times. Yeah. And sometimes he learns something from that process. But uh, she's usually just too crazy for him to take seriously. Though he does take advice from Tracy. Tracy fakes a snow cane because he's got something over Al Roker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tracy's trying to. He will put show off. up to the charity event. Some, some <laughs> yes, he threatened to do it. That was a great line, too. That was a great line. I like that the snow cane had some kind of white lady name, like Dorva. <laughs> <laughs> Or something like that. Yeah, that's that's Absolutely what I I loved great. about that uh, that second half of the finale. Like it it's it feels just like a Thirty Rock episode. Yeah. Like just like you were saying earlier, I think you were saying, or maybe Pierce. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Liz trying to put out all these fires while trying to you know get the sh- get the show on course, and Tracy's acting erratic and ridiculous yeah. for no reason. And well, there's a line in this episode where she's like, "Does everyone have to?" be crazy today and it's like that's literally even jack has like completely lost his mind and is like yeah. crying and acting really crazy yeah the one person where you can always count on who's normally be. more st- yeah yeah logical and steady but again even in this episode right they throw this whole conan o'brien scene in there where it's like <laughs> the finale they could have been doing like <laughs> oddly green, green screen and yeah. what was the yeah. point was of really that confused. well i think like he yeah. wasn't physically there like, but did they couldn't but- be She's never stayed friends with an ex. When Conan dumped her, she dropped him forever. Hey, Liz. Come on, you can't pretend I don't exist. We dated for a year. We were going to lose our virginity to each other. Now I'll never lose it. It looked so terrible. Yeah, it looked very I had never noticed that until watching it this time, and it's very obvious. Like, super, yeah. It, it doesn't. Weird. They couldn't get an elevator. They couldn't get an elevator <laughs> on the day. Like they, <laughs> what happened? I always thought they weren't in the same room. The oh, that's them. true. Ah, okay, that could make sense. That they couldn't be physically in the same place. But I feel so like they could you're, have done a better job. Here's, a, here's a silly question: Do they film Thirty Rock? Yeah, Thirty Rock. They film it in New York for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so was Conan in L.A. at that time doing The Tonight Show, maybe? Oh, good point. I keep forgetting that he was. Uh, he spent so long yeah, out there. Yeah, he was Leno for a little while there. Oh, too little. Too little. <laughs> yeah. Very briefly. Although yes. he's better off with his own But thing. he wanted to lose his virginity to Liz, but she was not. She now was. I'm never going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a virgin forever. And yeah, Jack was talking about being alone for Christmas in the Hamptons, and Jenna was like, Daddy, please stop crying. I thought that was really funny. Like, she's at her best when, like, her, like, fucked up childhood is peeking through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jenna's got worms under her skin. So broken. Jenna's worried about Jack, but then, um, Kenneth distracts her with the song. Is that, was that on purpose? I don't think so. Okay. Because it felt like it was on, like, he didn't want her to, like, Jack to did not quit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't... Uh, I think maybe it's... I think maybe it hints Kenneth is this this uh, scheming, like, secret genius sometimes during the show. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I, I don't think it's ever supposed to be meant to be taken that way. Like, I think he was just... I think it was just coincidental. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, it was... I wasn't sure what that scene was about. Yeah. I, yeah. I think if it was explicit that he was a scheming genius, it would undermine... Like his good intentions, yeah. You wouldn't be able to. You would 
it would throw everything he does into a How different weird light. was it that Jack like like straight up performed like an entire monologue from Our Town? Yeah, good point. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? So when he starts saying goodbye to everybody, oh yeah. my god, yeah, that was his, that was, his sad little suicide goodbyes. That was all from Our Town. And that was uncomfortable. And then the rural jerk. The rural jerk. We were just talking about the rural jerk. Like, not even that long ago. This is actually, to me, one of the funniest jokes on 30 Rock ever. Is the episode when Jenna is is cast in the rural jerk. Yeah. And Liz, for the entire, like, it's months, I think. She doesn't know what she's saying, because mm-hmm. Rur-Jur, it's Rur-Jur. just, you can't, you can't know what it it's is. It's a season-long arc. Yes, it's a, <laughs> it's an entire season, and Liz can't ask her after, like, talking about it for so long. And right. Her, yeah, and she doesn't know what it's called, and this whole time, Janesh just, like, Rur-Jur. It, the Rur-Jur, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, it's amazing. When she was singing the so Rur-Jur song yeah, in this finale, brutal. I was cracking up, and I was trying to explain to Fran, because she had no idea what was what going on. Like, because if you don't know you about know. the rural jerk, it's actually, just nonsense. You, yeah, if you don't know what she's <laughs> it's saying, you actually, you, it's I was amazing. trying to explain to, you, to her, oh, she was in this movie called The Rural Jur, which is hard to say. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, and that's, that's a joke. That's that's a great that's a great joke though like it's what is it even as soon as you hear that title you should just be thinking that's ridiculous (laughs) also says that acting is just tricks that kids and monkeys can do (laughs) and then she shows the tricks like she cries by like yeah she is so mental wicked crazy in the best way and then Pete says that Jack has a case of the kablooies. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. well, we've all been there, he says. Yeah. <laughs> and he has so many times. Oh, yeah. The kablooies. And then Tracy's gone. He's not sexually harassing the dancers. Another yeah. almost feminist comment? I don't know. Like, if she's letting him for seven years sexually <laughs> harass the dancers. It's just part of her routine to yeah. walk past you to leave them alone. And yeah. Yeah. stop touching the It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So, uh, she questions Grizz and .com, who are like, we don't know where he is, but then they both admit that he's offered them part of the $30 million. One is, what, $1 million, the other's $20,000? 20, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is, so, it's so Such strange that <laughs> he's so mean to .com throughout. Oh. I think I think that Tracy is uh, worried about dot com. I think dot com is supposed to be kind of talented. Mm, yeah, because yeah, he's a good actor. He does theater. Yeah, yeah. And so Tracy's just like constantly pushing him down Which to keep him away, like yeah. from competing. So they just they give up and they tell her that he's at the strip club. Dark sensation. I mean, they don't say strip club, but I I knew it was going to be a strip club. Obviously, right? His his version of hiding out in church or something is yeah. what they say. Yeah. Amazing. Singing Love is a Battlefield. No, oh, oh. again, just yeah. like he did in the pilot. And it's the exact same strip club. Oh, I wonder if it's the amazing. same strippers. It's not. Let's hope not. Yeah. Let's hope they've moved on. They do mention the, her name in the pilot. Yeah. One of the strippers. What was it? I remember it's not. Probably a food or a car. No, it was something that they said something. out loud, not trying to... Was it Maserati? No. Yeah, you know, let's move on. Uh, Liz Lemon <laughs> says frack. That made me happy. Yep, frack and said frack in a Cylon. Always nice to see a Battlestar reference. Yeah. 
Uh, so she manages to recover Tracy. Yeah, the, she's the least molested person in there. That was a good line, too. <laughs> Very scary. Also implying that Tracy has been molested yeah, at some point. Yeah, Tracy admits that. Yeah, that's true. Which does not <laughs> surprise me, considering his background. He admits that he's hiding because he doesn't want the show to be over, and he's going to miss everybody, and she, uh, gives him an honest goodbye. And that yeah. was my favorite scene, actually, when she, yeah. like, really told him how she feels and just like, you know, you've made my life really fucking difficult, but because the heart and the brain aren't properly attached, I love you. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm going to probably forget your birthday, but doesn't mean like our relationship's not real, you know? And it's like, Oh, that's so true. It was so sweet. It's a very nice moment. It was a great scene. And that it took place in a strip club was even better (laughs) and like mirrors their kind of coming together in the pilot to be yeah. like, yeah, fuck the man. We're going to, we're going to win. You yeah. Know? The two of us together. And it's also the scene where he admits that it's not about the money, that he's afraid of saying goodbye to everyone. Yeah. yeah. Tracy, ever since his father went for cigarettes and never came back. Mm-hmm. Oh, terrible. Mm-hmm. And that's kid. when we get the Jenna mirror montage, which was pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, very nice though. It's, I mean, it's totally accurate. But it's well, <laughs> Jenna's big emotional high point in this episode yeah. is with herself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is it's perfect. Perfect. It's perfect. But it, it doesn't touch me the same yeah. way that uh, Liz's well, moments do. I, I, I like that it comes so quick on the heels of that actual touching moment yes. between Liz and Tracy, and then you get to see w- what uh, what amounts to a touching moment with Jenna. <laughs> she hasn't changed at all. Like that's the thing is like Tracy has changed. Liz has changed too. And even Jack, like finally realizing like his job isn't everything. But yeah, Jenna, Jenna's not changed at all. Jenna's, let's give her a little credit. She's married now. She's a, to the lady dude. Yeah. To Will Forte. Who's the (laughs) Jenna Maroney impersonator. The last man on earth. So she essentially married a mirror, but she married herself. Yeah. (laughs) But she, Still had to settle down and give up on her weird sex stuff and to be stopped. Oh my god, yeah. that was a long that that was like season four that happened. That they started dating? Yeah. Yeah. They uh, Jesus. He stuck around. I think they break up eventually though. I feel like they he did. goes off and marries he wants to be with somebody else. Uh, Will Forte? Uh yeah. He meets someone else. Mm, no no. They they end up together for sure. How come he's not in the finale? Where is he? Probably couldn't get him. Also, where's the room for that Jenna Maroney impersonator subplot? <laughs> the show TGS is beginning to air. And Liz realizes that Jack is not there. Yes. His seat is empty. At which point she finds a message. It, yeah. That Jack has recorded in for his her. office. A video message, which is, it uses kind of soft language, kind of soft, I'm, I might be killing myself. I'm <laughs> this is indeed me killing myself. Yeah, yeah. He's, he says, "Don't worry, I'm committing suicide." Yeah, yeah. And then he tells her to watch the Hamlet Mini Pig going down the stairs video. Oh yes, to to make her happy. Yeah, <laughs> I will check that out in the car. She says, <laughs> and she she wants to just track his phone, and then she instead wants to look up that pig video, and then she kind of slaps herself into place and. Continues tracking his phone. I love that she was so tempted to watch that yes. video. I would have been the same way. Yeah. No, well, focus. Sounds, focus. It sounds pretty good. 
Ah, I'm going to watch that actually after this. I bet it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, I bet you it is as well. Um, she, and she tells him he can't die because Mad Men's not over yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so much to live for. She finds him on a bridge yeah. about to jump off. And he does. Yep. She rushes after him and nice little reveal. He jumped onto that boat he was talking about buying earlier yeah, and but even, smugly even zipping boat, up his North Face jacket. The boat is still on the surface of the water. What kind of bridge is this that she was even freaking out that he jumped off this one foot bridge. Yeah, it, it looks worse than it is. <laughs> well, maybe she doesn't know how far down it is on the other side. But she would have gone on the bridge in the car. I, I know what you're saying. It's ludicrous. There should have been context for this. <laughs> but for, <laughs> oh, yeah, the Jews. Yeah, the, the boat is also way no further from yeah. the place. Anyway. For yeah. Liz Lemon, it makes no sense for her to be worried about this. For us, the viewer, the way it's filmed, we think it's a big bridge. Then guess what? It's not a big bridge. No. What a surprise. And then he admits that he just tricked her because he doesn't well, want to be another grudge. I think it was obvious that he wasn't actually going to kill himself. No, no, of course. It would, I can't imagine Jack doing that. No, like, no. He's got a kid. It's just He's yeah. got a kid. It would That's be... what I was thinking, too. I was like, he was dumb. That was what I was thinking when he was like, why is he going on a boat? Doesn't he have a kid to yeah. raise? Yes. He's with nobody. Except I thought he, he says was abandoning his life and his child. I'm like, this is the most He loves Liz Lemon hot bear meat. Yes. Yeah, he uh, gives a very roundabout speech saying that he <laughs> loves her, but <laughs> avoiding saying it yeah. because it's so trite, and which it's is not correct. not romantic or sexual. Exactly. Yeah. Which was a dig, I'm sure, on the fans of 30 Rock, yeah. who have been wa- waiting for Liz and Jack up. and Hook Up. Yeah. Which would have been... Awful. That would have been jumping the shark. Yeah. I mean, that oh, totally would have just been. killed the show if you did I'm, that. I'm very glad that they never did, and I'm very glad that he explicitly pointed out that he was, <laughs> it was not a romantic love. Yeah, and just to <laughs> twist the fork. And in he there. never even ends up saying it. She's just like, I love you. Yeah, and it's yeah. so amazing <laughs> that they He's get just going on about hot bear meat. But it turns out she's accidentally married to Jack. We've killed so many of his donut questions. We've killed. Already. You've killed four of my quiz well, questions. It's not our fault. Hey. We've seen the show. I know. I know. I came. This expecting this. I'm just yeah. saying it's going to be a quick quiz today. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Whoever gets the one question right is the winner of the donut. Yeah. <laughs> um, so beautiful sign off. We get the rural jurors playing in the background. Yeah. It's soaring. He says, well, you know, next time you see me, I'll be a new man. And then he's gone for like mm, 10 seconds and he has the best idea he's ever had in his entire career. It is an amazing idea. Clear dishwasher. Oh. Well, that, this whole scene was amazing. Oh. Why don't they exist for real? I know. I want it. I I'm want it. I'm picturing it. I can see like, it. Like, <laughs> Liz immediately agrees that it's an incredible idea. It is. It is. It's a good idea. Everyone would want to see the dishes get washed. Why didn't it's somebody like, pick this up just from the show? Through the car wash. Well, there's got to be a reason why it doesn't exist. I know. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's probably too expensive. Too. They probably exist. We could probably buy one for like yeah, I think some $10,000. Yeah, I think we can't have one. We can commission we, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I wonder if there'd be a big calcium buildup yeah. on the inside of the plastic pieces. <laughs> so then it would be hard. You'd have to like clean your dishwasher as well. Mm. Guys, let's make a prototype. Let's not think about it too much. One time, we got obs- my friends and I got obsessed with building a giant microwave. Doesn't look like it into it. Okay. Oh, uh, we will come back to that one later. One year later. I don't like that they did one year later. No. no. Agreed. Why did they do that? Does anyone want to disagree The only with that? thing I like no. about I it was... Everyone does it. Like, just don't do it. When it was... Well, not even that was that funny, but 
Pete actually went through with it. And, yeah. But he only oh, yeah, got away with it for one that. year. That was yeah. pretty great. There's like, get, get in the car. <laughs> and then his hey, wife drives up, yeah, with his kids in the van and that just like, tells him to get it. That's it. Nothing. Like, just like, get That's it. The, the only it. part of one year later that I liked. Yeah. yeah. It was worth it for that. It was the only thing. <laughs> yeah. I agree. If that had been the only part of it, that would have been a, a good I, yeah, they could I would have loved that. They should have yeah. just yeah. left it at that. that but like, then they have to go cheapen all the emotional beats by having her get the reminder on the phone and call up Tracy and then yeah. his well, dad's Jack back. calls her like, yeah. don't forget, it's Tracy's birthday. Like, her kids are sitting there while she's working. Like, why wouldn't they be at school or, like, anywhere yeah. else? And, like, on a set for 14 hours a day. Like, that was <laughs> um, just to be like... Her kids are still alive. She's and, still a mom. And, which it didn't even, like, she wasn't any different in this last episode. They say it was like, maybe we see that more in the season leading up to this episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. they call her a stay-at-home mom. It's like, no, she's not a mom. She is still single as Lemon, completely married to her job. Yeah, her her That's, husband is the stay-at-home Parent. Yeah, well, wouldn't it well, make sense if we saw the kids with the stay-at-home? We dad? didn't even see the kids for more than like it was literally five seconds they yeah. were in this episode. For. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's okay. It doesn't bother me so much that they were there. It it's kind of strange she couldn't have found a better place than right on the set to put them. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess it's kind of nice to show that they did all stay together. It, it is very bittersweet to think about the gang splitting up yeah. and then Kenneth is in the future you should mention that oh yeah, yeah. With, which with the worst CGI cars flying by his window and what I'm now reading is apparently Liz's great granddaughter yeah yes. she said that the, she I, did all the stories I heard from my great grandma yeah she's Liz. pitching 30 Rock again yeah uh, to Kenneth again yeah and it's Liz's great granddaughter but as we know still like pretty much all black which also makes no sense. And her last name is Lemon, which also makes no sense. From one of her, from her adopted son. I know, but like three generations later, there'd have to be a lot of African Americans in that family. I think at this point, Plus, this her was name, the name was Lemon Cross, so are they implying that <laughs> her and Chris divorced? Because if the uh-huh. name went down, it would be the whole name, not just her name. Ooh, excellent question. It's not Maybe, really did she, I wonder if she ever took Chris Cross's name. I she forgot his name was Chris Cross. Lemon Cross family, right? The very first, Cross the family. first sentence in the finale. Weird, 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 weird. Time to get ready, Lemon Cross family. Well, God. we picked up on a bunch of little nitpicky things today. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys picked up on any, you can let us know. Um, what, you guys, I just want to talk about one more thing. Yes. That I'm interested in about. Okay. So, um... In the pilot and in the finale, we, we get two different uh, uh, depictions of what TGS is. Uh, I feel like this is something that the show wrestles with. So sometimes TGS and and Liz, as a writer, are very... It's very, like, highbrow. Like, this is... What she's doing is great television. She won an Emmy, right? I think she won an Emmy. Sometimes it's... There's a fart machine. Um, it's just... Liz Lemon won an Emmy? Yeah, Liz Lemon won an Emmy. Ah. Hmm. She has an Emmy, and she, she I think she uses it to, like, break nuts or something. Yeah. I don't know. That would, but, yeah. like, that would make sense. That's one of the, that's one of the things. That, uh, but is that them trying to show the dichotomy of what she would prefer to be doing as opposed to, like, what's being put onto her? But I think, so, in the finale, the the conflict is, like, like do I go back and and work on this terrible sitcom? You know where where some guy looks at his dog and says, "Don't even say it," and 
and the dog barks, or do I stick? You know, do I stick to my ideals? I, I pitch, I pitch them an interesting show. But uh, what we've been shown is that the that that TGS is already like at that low bar. Yes. Yeah, like, it's terrible. It's not. And a then good she show. goes on to do the dog show because we yeah. see her, we see that exact line. Huh? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like I thought, did, did no one else feel that way? That that sometimes. It was portrayed that her work was like important and interesting, and yeah, and Twofer even talks about Tracy being too lowbrow for yeah. her show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they definitely pitch it at first like it is a highbrow, more like a Mister Show type of but it's... Res- respected. We, we don't really even see that much of yeah. the show. Well, no, we don't really see any of it the we way see, it was like, run before. We see setups and. We don't see, like, dress rehearsals. We mostly see people milling about on the sets and in the costumes. Yeah, the, yeah. the sketch we see the most is the cat sketch, which was going to get cut. We see a lot of... only there because of Jack. What else do we see a lot of? There's the Nazi sketch. Yeah, we see a bit of the yes. Nazi sketch. Um, which is really weird. Which is certainly not... But I feel like in... I remember the first season sort of being, that's the battle, is, like, they want fart jokes, fart jokes, and she's trying yeah. to be like, okay, but can't we do something more than that? And then I think she just gives up. Like, that's the thing I think that leaves. <laughs> it's like her, any attempt on her part to, like, make quality television. Let's do this quiz. Yeah. Okay, so, Eric just got rid of yet another one, but I'm going to ask it anyways. I'm going to ask all the questions. Yeah. What kind, of, what kind of award right sits away. in Liz Lemon's office? Is it a Golden Globe, right? Is it a Glad? Yeah, okay. You got a Glad Award, an Emmy... A daytime Emmy or a Nickelodeon Kids' Choice? We say it's an Emmy. Mm. It's an Emmy. Mm. It's a daytime Emmy. I'm sorry. No one gets the point. Nickelodeon! Uh, Tina Fey specifically said it was a daytime Emmy for, like, terrible work. Like, not even terrible work. Good work on something that nobody cares about. It's a daytime Emmy? Yeah. Okay. It's oh, what good. Tina Fey so described it as. we all got that one wrong. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Well, you were close enough. I broke actually, my streak of one. I actually just added in the category of daytime Emmy to confuse you because I didn't <laughs> want you to win it. Okay. All right. How long has Kenneth worked at 30 Rock? Since 1936? Since 1946? Since 2006? Or since 1996? 2006. Yes, 2006. Mm, I want to go with 96. I'm going to say 96 as well. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that it's uh, 1936. Uh, it is 1936. Me and Jake were closest. They were closest. So <laughs> we won. I'm going to give the points to Excuse me. me. Yes? Explain yourself. I will. And this actually ties into why he gets the job. He, technically, he's the most qualified person there. Um, <clears throat> is this, like, actually a thing that happens in... Yeah, they uh, they put hints in all throughout the show that he's been there since the 30s and he's 40s. Been the page. He uh, he talks about Shirley Temple at the age of eight, uh, hand-rolling him a cigarette on set. <laughs> They've uh, oh. whenever When they do, like, the flashbacks in the live show to, like, the old versions, he pops in there as himself. What? Um, yeah, he's immortal. Well, that's what he is, right? Yeah, well, yeah, in the end. end. And he's been... In, like, three generations in the future, and he looks exactly the same. It doesn't make much sense. Why would he still be in that job? And if he is immortal, you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't he have always been in that job? He loves it. He programs only a year. Yeah, and how did he then become the 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 president? He probably just... Oh, Jack appoints him to the position. Yeah, but why would he want that if he's been a page for the last, like, 80 years? He doesn't know that he's been a page. He only knows he's been a page since 2006. Oh, the start gosh. of the show. This, this is ludicrous. And well, I think the whole thing. show is ludicrous. It's because uh, he's got passion. It's ludicrousness. When when <laughs> J- when Ken when Jack's vetting all the other candidates for the position of president, 
uh, Ken is the only person who like lives up to whatever standards he's set, which is still not a great way to pick your successor. But yeah. Jack can do what he likes. Okay, 30 Rock 360 was a program introduced by NBCC.com to produce what web content? Is it A, Jack Donaghy's business courses, B, fan-submitted and created sketches, which are recreations of the sketches from the show, C, Ask Tina, or D, all of the above? I'm not going first this time. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say it was the second one, the fan-created. Fan-created sketches? Yeah, I'm going to Ask Tina. Okay. Jake, Hannah? I think I'm doing the fan sketches. I'm going to say D, all of the above. Hannah? Totally right. Yes! The donut is... Damn it. I didn't think, I didn't think Jack's business would be... Jack's business courses? I didn't think that, think Alec, that they'd have Alec Baldwin for... I was just thinking of, like, web content for other shows, and it's always, like, the minor characters. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that they would get Alec Baldwin for it. I, the business courses would be nice and easy. It's just him in his office, I'm guessing. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, that I didn't was the one it. I didn't think was part of it. But um, love that it was 30 Rock 360 back when they were first developing like web content. So it's like we need a 360 marketing plan. See, if we didn't get a if we didn't get a, a description of that, if it was not multiple choice, I would have said it's a tour of the 30 Rock building. Really? And the set, like a VR tour where like you can look around. Like a 360 tour. You can do that on uh, Sons of Anarchy and the Walking oh, Dead cool. as well. The tour of the Alexandria Clubhouse. All right, Josh, the. Uh, the impressionist we see in the first episode was written out in season four. Why was that? Was he, one, fired for not being funny, two, his breakout character took off to a movie career, three, quits in a fit of arrogance, or four, becomes host of an okay late-night talk show? C. C. Yep, you all get a point, because we already talked about that. Well, Jake didn't get a point, because he never said C. I I think C. Uh, Point to you. C? Point to you. Uh, Okay. Well, I, I think you have minus one now, so you've got to get back from that. No. It's, it's the only person who has a plus one right now is Hannah. Is I Hannah. have plus two, actually. She has plus two. Oh, wait, they each have, have plus, plus one. one. Yeah, we got the you 1996 have plus one. closest. Yeah, actually, that's yeah, that's true. I don't I think, think that doesn't exist. That's a wrong you don't answer. you don't get a full point, but you get like a respectful nod. <laughs> that's fine. Well, that's all I need. Thanks for <laughs> thinking about the answers, guys. We'll allow that. Which of these isn't a reason that Tracy Jordan was absent from work? Was he a Hiding from the black Illuminati. True. B, fake <laughs> trip to Africa. C, kidney transplant due to diabetes. What, that was... Or D, busy building a pornographic video game. Well, one of them was the real... B. B, yeah, that's... Uh, the fake, trip to, fake trip to Africa yeah, is B. That was, that's the one. That's the reason he wasn't yeah. absent from work? Yeah. Tracy that's... Jordan is what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're talking about Tracy Jordan. Yeah, it's C. Okay. Can you say them again, please? Absolutely. Absolutely. Tracy... It's all of them. Mm. Mm. Obviously, it's not. Uh, <laughs> in my in my brain, it's all of them. There was hiding from the black Illuminati. That for sure that happened. happened. Yeah. Fake trip to Africa. That happened too. Kidney transplant. That happened. Porno video game. But you said something about that earlier, and I don't remember that one. Okay. That definitely. I mean, I, okay, I remember then that it's episode. C. Okay. So it's, got, I'm saying B. I got two Bs, two Cs. It's C. Yes. Kidney transplant happened in real life. 
Yes. But not on the show. Not on the show. Uh, not on the show. He for sure went to Africa. I remember that like it was yesterday. He, he for sure faked going to Africa yes, is what you're saying. exactly. Yeah. He was webcamming it the whole time Whoops. from his own his apartment. I remember that now, yeah. yeah. Whoops. Okay. I was going to ask you guys what Rachel Dratch's original role on the show was. Jenna. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we've already done this, but so I'm going to flip it around here. I'm just going to give points to whoever can name, let's say... Any of the ten or so different characters she oh, played on the show. Oh, she played uh, a hallucination that, that Tracy sees when he's on the drugs that uh, Chris Parnell's character gives him. Very true, very true. Anyone? Cat Wrangler. I don't remember. I already said Cat Wrangler. I mean, well, we knew it was Cat Wrangler. Yeah. I already won, so I'm not playing this game. Oh, that's fair. Okay, fair <laughs> well, enough. No, if, if, no, they can. If Eric gets this point, you'll be tied. Yeah. No, so far, he's he getting the point. Fake point for fake getting the answer right. What? No, oh, because he she he didn't get a point for 
Yeah. Okay. It was a newsroom. It was. That's Ooh, what Jimmy Tina Fey is on the board. board. It's a three-way tie. Board. I don't board. think so. Are you out of questions? I'm out of questions. I have a quiz here. And I can ask a question. Oh, from. bonus quiz! Thank you, Saskia. Well, no, it's it's from Buzzfeed. Oh, good enough. <laughs> um, uh, actually, this sounds like a good one. All right, well, you guys are gonna pick our next show. You gave him an inch. Mm, that's that's well, a, that's actually a good that's guess not thing. true. We're gonna pick our next show, but you're gonna get the privilege of telling us what it's gonna be. So we're all gonna pick a number. You're gonna tell us what the numbers are in between. All right. And then you're going to tell us what the number is. Saskia, are you still pulling up a quiz question, or should I simply award the donut? Yeah, it's... It's it's, uh, it's doing uh, a thing. Yeah. Whatever. Guess what? This has become a whole thing. Congratulations, Eric. You've won the TV donut of the day. Congratulations, wow. buddy. We're going to split it seven ways. I All think, the seven Well, ways. there's five of us. I like the golf clubs, Jay. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for bringing in a touch of glass. <laughs> Pecan... Yeah, it's like a pecan donut. That so. does not look like a donut. No. Well, there's no hole in the middle. Well, then it's not a donut. You're right. It's like a cake. Or a, no, it looks more like a... So I'll give this to Hannah, and then you can give me my reward donut at some point in the future, Pierce. Like okay. a donut. Well, because we... Well, this is what you're getting. Because we were celebrating Porkfest today, I was looking for uh, bacon donuts. They did not have any, and Safeway's donuts are not... No, they have a powder, they have a sugar donut with a jelly filling. Those are pretty good. Uh, those, those are good. Are usually made of donuts okay. covered in Smarties. Yeah. I looked for those. All right, what's the numbers, please? What's the highest number? Nine hundred seventy-nine. Okay, who wants to go first? I'll go first because I'm at the left. I'll take nine hundred and seventy-eight. I'll take twenty-one. I will take four hundred and three. What are Okay, so Piers' choice is Hollywood Heights. Oh, no. Saskia, what was your number again? 403. Hollywood, Hollywood Heights. Heights. I will look, look it up. Ooh. Flight of the Concords. Nice. Whoa, good, good tip. You guys should probably since... do that one. What's 21? We have to do it. They're coming back. 21 is The Fades. The Fades? Fantasy horror. That sounds like I want to do it. Never heard of that one. Right, 7.9. Hey, Hollywood Heights? That's gotta be some kind of... Oh, yeah, Hollywood Heights! Uh, uh, I, can I just read this uh, yeah, logline to you? It sounds familiar. Lauren, a smart, shy, and independent high school senior who has ambitions of being a songwriter, secretly sends her song lyrics to her celebrity crush, okay. rock superstar Eddie Duran. Lauren's wildest dreams come true when she not only wins a songwriting competition sponsored by Eddie, but strikes up a friendship with her idol. Eddie sees beyond Lauren's potential as a songwriter and gives her her first break as a singer, and when the truth about his less-than-faithful girlfriend Chloe is revealed, Eddie and Lauren's friendship blossoms. Oh my god, what network was that on? Um, great question. It sounds so Canadian. It looks kind of like a CW-type show. Alright, here's the fades. A teenage boy named Paul is haunted by apocalyptic dreams that nobody can explain. As if that weren't terrifying enough, he begins to see spirits of the dead known as the fades all around him. The fades can't be seen, smelt, heard, or touched by other humans. When an embittered and vengeful fade, Paulus, finds a way to be human again, it's up to Paul to stop him and all of the dead from breaking back into the world and destroying the human race. Sounds like trash. Yeah. Sounds like a good one. Nothing like reinvigorating the idea of a ghost with a hip new name for ghosts. It's on the BBC. I want it. I vote, I, I vote for the fades. Ooh, it's got Natalie Dormer. We love her. She's so pretty. I hate the name, but I kinda, I'm hoping that it's bad. I wouldn't mind watching something bad after watching a couple really good shows. Miniseries. 
That's a mini series? Yeah. Mm. Seven episodes. Uh, Alright, let's do it. We're watching the Fates. This is 2011. Fantasy right. horror. Sorry, Flight of the Concords. I think you're. We haven't done that since the fall and gave me so many nightmares. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad not to be doing. No, oh, we'll come back around. To <laughs> do you not like worry. Flight of the Concords, Saskia? Okay, we'll talk about this later. And I think I've seen most of it. Just want to quickly thank Eric and Jake yes, for joining thank us. You guys. guys, do you have anything you want to plug? I'll plug something. What should we uh, plug? Uh, I got this. Uh, uh, I'm the main host of this of this other podcast. It's called Podcast vs. Podcast. It's a comedy podcast. I hear you. You kind of you kind of tackle that by yourself most of the time. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... I hear you just made a hundred episodes. That's pretty much right. Yeah, all on your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're over a hundred now. Yeah, we uh, we all it's heard amazing. that. We yeah, all... it's really amazing. You heard we about that? You yeah, I heard about that too. Yeah, yourself. Great. Yeah, so uh, I got another guy with me on that, but he's not important. Okay. Um, That's fair. It's mainly my thing. Go check it out. We're Great called Podcast plug. versus yeah, no, Podcast. No. All right, I'm, I'm cutting All this right, plug short. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. So uh, watch Thirty Rock. Watch Thirty Rock. Just mostly in the middle. Yeah. Eat yeah. some pork on your own. Yes, and some nice, <laughs> some night cheese. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you, America. That's our show. Not a lot of people watched it, but the jokes are on you because we got paid anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Jenna Maroney. The Irma Lerman Merman murder Turned the birds word lurid The whir and the purr of a twirly girl She would the world word demure The insurer's a law for valor Wap your carry wara One fervent world of a her turgid error Rural Jura Rural Jura I will never forget you, Rojora. I'll always be glad I met you, Rojora. I will never forget you, Rojora. I'll always be glad I met you, Rojora. These were the best days of my. Flirm.